testicles don't receive. You've had a good day, good time, good life, good home, good job, good wife. You're right on time for a bad movie night. You've had Welcome everybody to the Bad Movie Night Podcast. This is episode 37 of the Bad Movie Night Podcast. I am Aaron Vaccaro and with me as always... Nosley Alimi coming at you once again. <laughs> oh, take like your coming at you. Coming at you. This is Jeff. Hello. Hi, Jeff. Hi, everybody. Boring. <laughs> it's Sunday. He's Sorry. busy. He's busy uh, doing computer hacking. I'm just making sure, make sure. Making sure we don't have crackles. Yes. Crackles and shit for crackles no reason. Pops. Mm. Um, so we have on today's show we uh, from the last wheel of misfortune we were chosen. By the we the fate of the wheel to watch Maximum Overdrive, Stephen King's first directorial effort and last, last. Direct, directorial effort with reason. Yes, absolutely. And we are also going to be talking about uh, we're going to be doing on the IMDb that shit bro uh, segment. We're going to be talking about the late uh, Menachem Golan, who uh, is an Israeli Jew. If you could not tell by that name, <laughs> <point>. no. <laughs> and he is also one of the most prolific producers of cheesy action movies, cheesy, bad, and great action movies from the 80s and 90s. So we'll be taking a look at his IMDb catalog and discussing him a little bit since he just recently passed away, um, along with uh, a a dear uh, entertainer in Robin Williams and Laura Bacall. So uh, it's it's been a rough month. I guess, is that the rule of three? Can we count that? Does Menachem Goldham... Yeah. I guess so. I, he, I mean, he he's died... He's up there, man. He died, like, maybe three weeks ago, so he oh. might have been... He might have been more like the James Garner group of three. Oh, yeah. Um, so, we're losing a lot of people. Point good that, people. Yeah, good people. Not so. shitty people that deserve to maybe not exist. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and we're also going to be playing... Well, we'll change it up and uh, lighten the mood a little bit, and we'll play a little game uh, that we like to call King of Kings Movies, mm. uh, where uh, we'll be naming the actors... Of uh, Stephen King movies from the IMDb page, going from most obscure to biggest names, and uh, you uh, two will be tasked with um, coming up with uh, the name of the movie. So, oh boy, lovely! We'll explain it. Hopefully, it'll be clear when I explain when we start playing. Yeah, it's not like how it was last time. There was a lot of words, and <laughs> we got into it, and it's just like New Jack City. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> everything was New Jack City. <laughs> um, all right. So first things first. If you want to email us, you can do so at podcast at badmovienight.com. That's n i t e dot com, and you can follow us on Twitter at badmovienight.com, and also on Facebook at facebook.com slash badmovienight.com. And of course, badmovienight.com, the website. You can find all the info you need. You can listen to the podcast there. You can also uh, download us on iTunes. And uh, we are coming. Live, well, for this recording, live from uh, Nosley's new apartment. Yeah, Yay! very nice. So, uh, Am I finally independent. We're, we're de-virginizing uh, her her apartment in the audio sense. Right now, is this actually a seat, or is this what am I in? It's adorable. Whatever. You're in it is. like a little baby chair. I mean, it's not a baby. chair. I don't know if the term a... like tuffet applies. Little Miss Muffet sat in a tuffet. <laughs> but I always assumed that this, this is what a tuffet would be. That, that does have a tuffet feel. To okay. You can play some musical chairs afterwards and you <laughs> it, can switch chairs. It may have something to do with the uh, the <clears throat> the pink and green and cream. Uh, what is that called? The ribbing stuff on the... Piping? Piping, yes. Mm. Yeah, that, that, that gives it you is even a, more of a It's a very effeminate feel. chair, but, but you make it look masculine. I think it, it's sure, quite comfortable. Sure. Is it? Okay, good. As long we'll as go. your back is a little low, but that's fine. Yeah, you I know? mean, I, I do have some lawn chairs that you can sit this on. Is, well, then I'd be on the ground. But <laughs> you will be pretty low, but... Um, so, uh, congrats, honestly. Thank yes, you very much. Very nice. Still uh, need some decorating, but still. Anyway. Yes. Anyway. But it's nice and roomy. Nice and roomy. You have a lot of wall space to just have... I mean, you can just... Lots of bad movie posters. Yeah, and bad movies. All over. You can all shit over you want. You can go nuts. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's talk first things first. Uh, what movies have has everyone seen recently? Um, I finally got around to seeing Thor 2. It took me a long, long, long oh. time. How was it? I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed it. I, I think they're just in such a groove with their movies. Even their... Even that movie being okay is like, yeah, Marvel really can't better. do anything wrong. I don't no, think they can't. I, I, they're in a groove like no other. I thought Guardians of the Galaxy was their biggest swing, still haven't and seen like it yet. biggest risk, and it's a huge monstrous hit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I still have to catch up. I'm mid. I also am catching up to watching Captain America too, so I'm pretty much all the oh, way through that. That's a good one. So once I do that, I'm caught up with all Marvel, and then I gotta go see Guardians of the Galaxy, and then. 
I uh, I did see Guardians of the Galaxy. As did I. Oh, you did? You finally saw yeah, it? Did yeah. you like it? Uh, yeah, I loved it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, and I, I was one of the few that was lukewarm when I saw the trailer. I was like... Eh, I don't like. Yeah. I don't know anything. I never read those comics. I didn't really yeah, know anything about sure. that atmosphere, that universe, right? Um, and uh, figuratively and literally, but yeah, I. But I thought it was great. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought, um, you know, who doesn't love Groot? Oh and yeah, Rocket Legends. Gotta be there. Yeah, he's he's fantastic too, and and it incorporated a lot of stuff from the Marvel universe. Where I was like, oh yeah, I know those characters. And I won't ruin anything, but... You, yeah, I know what's kind of going on. Yeah, you know you know, Thanos is involved. Right. But, you know, it's a very small role. Um, and there's other people, like the Collector makes an appearance. And stuff, we're like, oh, yeah, I remember collecting their, he, their comic Yeah, book. and the Thor 2, the Collector, that's when he first pops up. Benicio, is it still... Is it Benicio, Benicio, yeah, is it Benicio, Benicio del Toro? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. the end of Thor 2 is when... Because um, I was like, it's so obscure, like Thor's, Benicio del Toro. Yeah, yeah, the guys at Thor, like his friends bring the uh, ether. Because it's one of the the gems, technically, uh, there to be stored. Even though I don't think the collectors of the most honest nature. So, can I ask a question? Because I'm not very familiar with comic books at all. Yeah. This whole, they all exist in the same universe. That's what they're doing, that's what and they're that's doing. what's or so did, like. Did they exist in the same universe in the comics, or are yeah, they doing this? They, yeah. They and oh, okay. so basically, what happens in the comic? And I don't have the best knowledge, but I do know that. This is all going towards the Infinity Gauntlet, I believe, because that's, oh, that's what Thanos ultimately wants. The Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, called, it's called the War of the Gems, and each he has this giant... The purple stone and yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Giant oh, golden oh, blood, which each stone makes him incredibly more powerful. Oh. And so he's trying to collect it. And if you've never read one graphic... Like, you've never read a graphic novel and you just want to do one for, like... You need to read Infinity Gauntlet. Because basically Thanos, being... He's just kind of a cocky prick, says, I will challenge... Everyone in the universe um, to fight me, oh. and as a dick, he like even just like, he kills instantly. Actually, he kills um, half of the mutants of the world. Just kills them. Done. Like the X Men mutants. And yeah, just just oh. people. He's just like done. And so the other half that are still alive, he's like challenge. I challenge you to come fight me. And so it's like this great comic where like Wolverine and you know every every everybody tries to challenge him, and they all just get fucking killed. Not once. But twice, because he brings them all, he kills everybody, and then brings them back to life, and oh. they fight him again, and he kills them again. Huh. And then, it, and then, Just uh, to be a dick? Yeah, and yeah, he's a dick. He's just a giant, he's cocky, and he, his cockiness is kind of what ruins him, which is probably going to happen. If, hubris. Yeah, it's, hubris. so, I mean, I, I think that, I don't know how far along the, ra- the down, how many movies, and, and they're going to Oh, they, do. they're going to go forever. Well, I mean, I, I mean, that's, that's, feel that's, like they're building towards They're the building Infinity towards that. I don't know how they're going to do that, because the X-Men... Excuse me, as a Fox property, and Spider-Man's a Sony property, yeah, and, and Marvel kind of, owns the rest of everybody. You kind of need the X-Men to be involved. Yeah. It's, and it, it, well, I mean, I guess you don't, but it'd just be a shame yeah. if they're not. So, so I, I hope something They'll figure it out. Once, I, the, once the, the money, profit well, angle comes through, yeah. they're going to be like, it. let's do it. <clears throat> and we're getting to the point, too, where all these studios are just cannibalizing one another. Of course. Into, it's well, like I mean, one mega studio. Fox trying to buy Warner Brothers now. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. oh they are? Yeah. Well, I'm just, I mean, it's, it's funny that, like, all, like, the DC movies just seem to be doing this strange try to catch up thing and it's like I don't think you guys can like don't feel they shouldn't just try to catch up because this Batman Superman movie it's like oh it's Batman Superman and then all of a sudden later we find out oh Wonder, Wonder Woman is in it. Oh, yeah. okay. and then oh, and so they're they're so desperate somebody else trying to get this Justice like, League thing off like, the ground. Whoa, it's like, whoa, whoa! No, you got to do it like Marvel did it. Marvel like laid the foundation. Yeah. with everything. You can't just be like, oh, okay, we want to do it too, yeah. and then try to do it. It 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 feels very transparent, and I kind of feel like it's going to come back to bite him in the ass. Yeah, I mean, remember we saw Iron Man? That was just Iron Man. Yeah, and. In that movie, when you saw, you know, Nick Fury, like, oh shit, two Marvel characters in the same movie. <laughs> yeah. Now we're oh just God, like, oh great, that, but you see how they built towards that. DC's like, fuck that. Yeah. yeah can you imagine? Just, like, one put everyone in it. Yeah. Can you imagine what the uh, budget of that Infinity Gauntlet movie would be if, if it was like if everyone, 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 everyone was in it? I mean, everyone would have to take huge pay cuts. I mean, there's already people who've said they're not like. Chris Evans says he's not going to do any more Captain America after, like, the next two movies or the next, like... He says that. It's just like, just how Robert Downey Jr. says he's kind of done. Then all of a sudden, recently, he just said he'd be down for another Iron Man. It's like, are you having fun? Yes. Are you getting paid a lot? All right. Yeah. Are yeah. most of your stunts CGI? Yes. So then just shut up and do it. I know. 
Yeah. I'm tired. You're tired of being funny and attractive on screen? Wow. I'm tired of being one of, like, the biggest stars in the world. And that's the thing, too. It's not like he's, you know, having to play this really, like, tortured character, you know, where it's, like, you know, eating away at his soul. It's like, dude, you get to play, like, a a billionaire playboy. And he gets to fly around in a suit. And it's, like, 99% CGI, so it's not like you're doing, like, crazy stunts. And that could be the only movie he does all year. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. One movie, and then they film, what, that movie's are done in, like, three or four months, probably, maybe six months at the yeah. most. Has he even done any movies other than He's got one coming movies? out. He's got, he's got one coming out called The Judge later on this year, which is like, he's like, I want to go back and do serious acting, you know? Because that's what happens to all these actors. They're like, well, I want to I go back and do a serious... You know, they want to get but like... Robert Downey Jr. doesn't need to do serious. Like, he's an incredible actor. No, like, absolutely. What, like... I mean, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is one of my favorite movies yeah, of his it. and of Val Kilmer's. But, um... But, like, he can do, like, just obscure movies that don't necessarily need to be fucking Merchant Ivory movies. I yeah, totally I mean, they, get, they get complacent. And I, and I do honestly understand that because they're, I mean, they are actors and they they do consider it an art, but it's just like. Whatever. Like, just, just be self aware enough to just relax and yeah. enjoy the yeah. ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, Guardians Marvel. of the Galaxy was the, the movie that you most recently saw? It was. And I'm not, I, like I said, I'm not, I don't know anything about comic books. I thought it was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, at the same time, I was like, meh. You know, it was a fun action movie. Yeah, I heard, it didn't, yeah. it didn't go any deeper than that for me, I think. It definitely had a very Star Wars-ish vibe. That's what yeah. I heard. Yeah. Oh, which, sure. which Which was cool, because it's like... And I don't know anything about Star Wars. It didn't feel like it was... Like, ripping off anything from Star Wars, but being its own kind of, like, Star Wars-ish... Universe, which I thought was cool. Well, I mean, it's you know, hard. Like I mean, Misfit. Yeah, Misfit, but then also you have, like, the Nova Corps, which is kind of like the, um, who are the, the, the Jedi, is it the Jedi? Who are the You're ones that help Luke blow up the Death Star in Star Wars? The Rebel? The Rebel Alliance? Yeah, the Rebel Alliance. That's kind of how, like, Nova is kind of, you know, like, the good army, yeah, kind yeah. of, and, uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy, and you have, like, Chris Pratt's Peter Quill is very much like a Han Solo-esque right. character, yeah. and so, yeah, it had a, it had similarities, but it didn't feel, like, derivative at all. And that, and that was, wrestler, the dude who played, like, the... Yeah. He was really he's good. really good. And, I really liked him. Yeah, I thought he, he was, like... I mean, Chris Pratt's my boyfriend, yeah. but, like, I thought, actually, that guy was, like, the best I know, because you see that, and you're like, oh, it's gonna be a dumb fucking beefcake. Yeah, and, but like, he was really good. like a caveman trying to say lines. Yeah, but he was really good. He had really good comedic timing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Solid, yeah. Highly recommended. Um, so, yeah, those were both of ours. I uh, um, I did see The World's End. I caught oh, that right. on cable. It was good. It had, it had moments. It definitely was the weakest, I think, out of the the Edgar Wright movies. But there were some really funny moments. Uh, it's been um, a while since I've seen it. But, but yeah, yeah they, were, they were fewer and far between than in the first two yeah. of the Cornetto trilogy. Um, what's Cornetto? Yeah, what's that? That's what they call those movies because the Cornetto ice cream always oh, makes like an appearance. Oh, oh yeah. And so that's what Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, and Nick Frost like refer to. It's like, to it's those like their so, joke. Of, yeah, it's like their like trilogy. Joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was fun. I mean, it was like. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely the most ridiculous. I feel like, even yeah. though it was like, they're all ridiculous, but for some reason, this one felt a lot more ridiculous. Well, because it was just so like. All right, we're in this tiny little. I mean, of course, like Hot Fuzz was in like a tiny little yeah. town, also. But this was literally like a cul-de-sac of bars. Yeah, <laughs> like everyone in the same like cul-de-sac is going to the same bars, and then there's alien robots. Yeah, like why not? Yeah, I did like that the aliens' robots' heads pop off like like yeah, rubber like action figures. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I did like the fact that. It was just funny seeing them all get progressively more drunk and fucking yeah. like robots. That that whole conceit I thought was really funny. Um, but uh, it, it was interesting to see Nick Frost and Simon Pegg like switch yeah, yeah, yeah. roles. Him be like the straight man, or right? Yeah, and Simon Pegg's the fuck up, and yeah, it was good. Nick Frost is a straight man. I love so, them. They yeah, it's 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 uh, it's playing on HBO or Showtime or one of those right now. So mm-hmm. you can see it like four more times. But definitely check out Guardians of the Galaxy. Indeed. All right, let's uh, let's talk about um, uh, quite possibly the king of bad movies. Now, probably next to Roger Corman, who would be the all all in all king of bad movies, but. Uh, for people who don't know who uh, Menahem Golan is, he is a Israeli director, um, but people will probably most likely know him more for his producing credits. He was uh, one of the guys that started Canon Films, which if you grew up watching action movies and sci-fi movies in the 80s and 90s, you most likely saw a lot of uh, Canon Films 
and uh, Golan Globus Films, which are which are his two production companies. Um, some some of them, I mean, he he did the. Uh, this is some good stuff on here. Yeah, he, I mean, it's crazy how many credits he has. I mean, Masters of the Universe, Death Wish, uh, Bloodsport. Uh, Bloodsport. He did uh, the the original Captain America All movie, the Death Wish oh movie. which is pretty terrible. Um, oh, I wish I were dead. Yeah, all the Death Wish movies. He did the Hercules with Lou Ferrigno movies. He did... Um, oh, the 1990 Land of the Living Dead. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, there you go. It looks go. like he produced um, a film that I've actually had Ooh, the pleasure of having my hands on recently. Yes. Emmanuel. Emmanuel 6. I've actually held that movie in my hand <laughs> in the past that? week and a half. What was in your other hand, Jeff? <laughs> Emmanuel 5. <laughs> Um, Which is what I, I call my penis. <laughs> but yeah, he was uh, he was all over the place with his producing. I mean, he, he did a lot of different things. But um, so yeah, he originally he's, he's Israeli. If that was not clear from his name, um, he uh, recently died. He died on August eighth. So yeah, maybe he is still considered in that group of three with Robin Williams and Norm McCall. What is this nineteen eighty eight Puss in Boots? That's a fantasy musical family movie with Christopher Walken as Puss. What? What is this? I don't know, but we have we, to we fucking need to watch see it. That. Oh it's my one movie? god! It's called Puss in Boots. He this is a poster. What which year is, is it? A little 1988, which is a little orange tabby. Oh my goodness! And uh, apparently. A cat. Okay, here's the synopsis. A cat belonging to a poor Miller's son thinks up a great plan for bringing a title, wealth, and marriage for his owner. He be- he begins to carry it out using a few birds and rabbits as gifts for the king, his own wit, and a pair of boots that make him appear human when he puts them on. However, his owner has no idea that the cat has told everyone that his master is a marquis rather than the Miller's son until the king has arrived to meet him. Soon, the king's daughter and the Miller's son fall in love, and the king wants very much. To see the land and the castle belonging to this rich, quote unquote, marquee. And um, like I said, Christopher Walken is puss. I, I want to see the trailer. Which I hope is just his voiceover with like a cute little orange tabby kitten <laughs> walking around. Yeah. I, the, the, the synopsis didn't really sell me on the movie. No. But, but I, Christopher Walken's voice over an adorable cat, <laughs> that amazing. would sell me on the movie. Um, so yeah, I anyway. mean... So briefly, let's talk. Let's go through his. Uh, this is the IMDb that shit bro segment of the podcast. So let's. Uh, the guy started producing movies back in 1964. Wow. Um, but nothing is really relevant for our purposes. I think until about 1980. Right. Because um, most of the things before that, no one's ever going to have heard of. Um, the first one that I recognized was in 1980. That uh, was uh, New Year's Evil. Which is uh, which was a it was a slasher movie that came out in 1980 in the vein of like when they were doing all of the slasher holiday movies like April Fool's Day 1980 80 yeah that's that's going back yeah and um, basically there's a New Year's Eve celebration going on and uh, there's a there's a slasher who shows up at some punk rock show um, typical kicking off kicking off. you know, young young riffraff from enjoying their New Year's Eve. Um, but yeah, so that 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 was one of the early ones. He did a lot of uh, ninja movies too. Enter the Ninja. I have actually never seen, uh, but I hear it's amazing. Let's I, watch it. I hear. Uh, I, I think it's the same. There's also one I think called Ninja Terminator. Oh my god, these so pictures! He, he was is this. This is the remake of Living Dead that he was a producer on. Is that correct? Yes. Look yeah. at this picture of Enter the Ninja. Yeah. It's so like late seventies, early eighties. <laughs> just hairy, hairy white man. The same amount of hair on his chest as me and Aaron have. Perfect. <laughs> hairy oh, mustachioed man. We could totally be American ninjas from yeah. nineteen eighty to eighty two. Um, have you guys ever seen the movie The Last American Virgin? No. In nineteen eighty two. That sounds very familiar, and I probably have. Maybe it, just check it out. It's a coming of age movie. It's got like every big late seventies, early eighties rock band. Featured oh on the soundtrack like The Cars and Blondie, Journey, The Police, Ario Speedwagon. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Who else? I, yeah, The Commodores. Uh, yeah, they're all on the soundtrack. And it's actually a really good movie. Um, it's a fucking heartbreaking movie because oh, wow. it's it's like it's in the vein of like Fast Times Ridgemont High kind of thing, but it's about this like nice guy 
who is in love with the popular chick. Of course. But the popular chick is banging the football player douchebag guy. And um, he, the football player guy, knocks up the popular chick. Uh Uh-oh. And then he pieces out. He's like, I don't want anything to do with that. And then the nice guy comes takes care of her, you know, like, like basically is this really great friend to her and it seems like something's going to happen romantically between them. Nope. And she winds up going back to the douchebag football player. And of you're course. like, holy fuck. That, that He's was hot, a- you guys. Yeah, it like crushed me when I first saw it when I was a kid. I was like, dude, women are fucked. <laughs> this ruined you for a minute. <laughs> Sorry, Dana. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that, one, that one definitely had a traumatizing experience. Uh, on me for uh, for my for my adolescence, but um, mm. what are some other ones? Uh, I've never seen the Lou Ferrigno Hercules movies. As, as I have not either. Yeah, I, I assume seen, I've saved. I usually just preserve myself for the Arnold Schwarzenegger Hercules <laughs> in New York series. That one, that one is pretty amazing, and I'm kind of surprised he didn't produce that because he it did does, do the Missing in Action movies. God, this is yeah, he did Delta Force Delta too. Four, I mean, yeah, he did Delta a lot of Oh my God, he did Breaking. Yeah, and Breaking to Electric Boogaloo. I mean, the guy was—he did it. He, he was, was there. He did. Ho- he he did Hollywood. He's, he's kind of. He's kind of. If there was like a, a hero of, of ours until today, the bad movie producer, it would be. Yeah. It would be Roger Corman and and uh, Menahem Golan. But these sure. films are of much higher quality, I would say. Oh yeah, that's Roger Corman. Yeah, yeah, I'm. Yeah, and it seems like he, he he was definitely into more martial arts and action. I mean, more so than right. Roger Corman was more of the, I don't know, yeah, I guess. Cheesy, horror. Yeah. But he, I mean, this guy, I mean, this guy did it all. I mean. Cobra. I, I love, I'd like to know. Cobra, kind yeah. of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Yeah. Oh, my God, that movie was so bad. Dennis Hopper. She's Louise. I'd be interested to see, like, what, what people. Aladdin. What is this Aladdin this gentleman movie? Is. Like, what was he, if he was regarded as a nice man. Um. <laughs> He's a movie yeah, producer. I don't, I don't think most movie producers hey, can you be know, quoted as very nice. Uh, I mean, not to stereotype Israelis, but they are known to be difficult. Uh, you know, aside given uh, given the uh, current situation in the Middle East. Um, too soon, Aaron. <laughs> um, I have met a uh, an Israeli man or two in my day, and they can be very, very uh, stubborn and... Tough um, pills to swallow. Yeah, they're just, you know, it's their way or the highway kind of thing. But... If, if if his uh, Wikipedia picture is any indication, right? He has a thumbs up at the camera. Looks like a happy dude wearing like I don't some. What would you call that hat that he's wearing? Um, I, I, I'm on my phone. So I call it picture. an 87 year old man hat. <laughs> I don't know if he's specific. He's like, hey, well, American, oh. hey, okay, hey, America's <laughs> made me the man I am today. And he did also uh, direct the War Superman of the uh, of the series. Oh, actually, wait. which one? Was Superman 3? Superman 4. Was Superman oh. 3 the one with Richard Pryor? Three. No, Superman 4 was, right? 4 is... I think it with, is. No, 4 is with uh, John Kreider is the, and the Sun guy. That's 4. Oh, right, so right. So then 3 is Richard Pryor. Yeah, that, maybe that's that the computer, right? ridiculous. 3 is the computer, that's Richard Which Pryor. Which one was worse? I can't remember. Well, 1 is... Uh, yeah, because 3 is when he when Superman fights himself, right? 2 are the... Um, oh, right. The What do you call them? Neil Bevorzad. Neil Bevorzad. Yeah. And one, who does he? What is it in one? Gene Hackman. I think Gene it's Hackman. Uh, Lex Luthor, right? Yeah. So okay. yeah, I think uh, yeah, it's a John Cryer in Superman Four. I, I kind of like Four. It has a place for me because it was it came out and I was at that point where I could kind oh, of oh Nuclear Man, Nuclear Man, yeah, yes. where they That's made it Lex from Luthor's latest creation, <laughs> where they made it from a strain of Superman's hair. Ah, uh, that's right. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It makes sense. I don't think I've ever seen Superman four. It's I don't even know it's, I mean it's not I mean it's bad in the sense it's not as good as anything that came before, but it's not terrible. Like it's yeah. just goofy a little bit, but all of them were kinda goofy. Yeah, so true, true. I think my favorite is though when, when Superman goes bad and he's like a dickhead. He's a dickhead <laughs> right. Superman. That's, That's in Superman, Superman three, right? It's three, I think, yeah. yeah. Which they tried to do in Spider Man three. Uh, fail miserably. Emo. Yeah. I don't know, he looks like a nice man. I'm going to go with he was a nice guy. I, yeah, I'd like to think that too. And he is dead, so we should just respect him by thinking he was a nice man. Nope. Because we never met, met him. Dick. You? Um, but yeah, Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. Breaking and Breaking 2. Classic. I mean, I should, if, if he had just those. done those movies. Yeah. Little, like, he could have just retired after, as far as we're concerned. Yep. 
Um, we, uh, were you, Nazi, were you with us when we went to see Ninja 3 The Domination at the Cinefamily? No. Oh. That this, sounds amazing. We went there, like, maybe it was a year ago or so. That movie is Ridiculous. fucking amazing. Yeah, it's, a. Uh, it's a an evil ninja basically like possesses this woman who's like a aerobics instructor. She oh does like aerobics gosh. or something, and um, <laughs> it, yeah, and I mean that's basically all you need to know. Yeah, ninja <laughs> he's three. He's basically trying to avenge his death through this woman. Like right. he possesses her. Of course. Yeah, ninja three. Well, why the he, domination. Was there, why so there is there her? a ninja one and two that we didn't know about? Or? She might have like found his sword or something. Yeah, she found it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there had to be some connection. Although I would love for it just to be like she walked by and there's like, meh. There's some great fucking like ridiculously cheesy action sequences in that movie though. So that's definitely one worth checking out. Dr. Heckle and Mr. Hype. Whoa. What could yeah. that be? That I mean, there's just there's a, I mean, I definitely Klepto and or like teenage Bonnie and Klepto Clyde. I mean, there's a countless films in here that I think. Uh, I mean, just like titles alone on these movies are fun. I know, right? To even talk about. So, um, yeah, check them out. Check it out. Absolutely. This is this is a library of for itself. You know, the man was very prolific in his 85 years. So, um, go check out a lot of his movies and um, uh, rest in peace. R.I.P. Mr. Golan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all right, let's talk about something a little more fun, shall let's we? Let's do it. Who's ready to play some games? Yay! Yeah. <laughs> like games. All right, so as I briefly and horribly explained earlier, mm-hmm. the game is King of Kings movies. So you start small and you go big. Yes. Yeah. Uh, wait, is that, is, that what, is that what's happening? I'll name the actors from most obscure to biggest names yes. in the movie. That's right. That's, okay. That is how it So I'm, I'm going to be playing a uh, game show host. Okay. And. <laughs> Jeff and Nazli, you guys will be playing against one another. And um, I was thinking for uh, your buzzin word, uh-huh. you guys could choose your what you think is the worst Stephen King adaptation movie. Oh, what? Man. What? What? So a Stephen King book or short story that it was turned into a movie, an adaptation. You mm-hmm. choose. Which one you th- you think is the worst, and that will be when you want to buzz in. That's really complicated. I is don't it? know. I, I don't I, know how many I, movies I know off the top of my head. I go to, which is, is it Sleepwalkers, the one with the cat people? Yes. Yeah. Let's face it. Yeah, that's all. Uh, mm. All right. Mm. I would have thought you went with Dreamcatcher, but yeah. oh my god, god oh, Dreamcatcher is it? Dreamcatcher, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Can I can I have that up to like another you can, you can I, have Dreamcatcher if you want. It's that movie. Yeah, you, you, can, you can take a perusal. Yeah, I should have briefed you a little bit. I'm. Sorry. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, I'm, I'm fine throwing, with it. I'm fine with ball. it. No, no, no. It's totally fine. Fucking Dreamcatcher. Yeah, Dreamcatcher. I thought when you just yeah. when I thought it was safe to fucking forget about that movie. There's a lot. Um, I, for as many good versions of Stephen King books there are, there's twice as many horrible ones. Yeah. So, or at least ones that start out. Okay, and then get really bad. Really bad. Yeah. What should I look on here, though? I guess it's kind of tough. Frying DB. Lawnmower Man. Oh. Lawnmower Man's good, though. Lawnmower Man 2 is not good. I, I didn't even know there was a Lawnmower Man 2. Oh, yeah. Job's Revenge or some shit. And you're Jeez like, what? Please. Why? There's All some right. audio that I've never seen. I've never seen Salem's Lot. I'm sticking with Dreamcatcher. Salem's Lot? I remember seeing part of that movie when I was a kid because they used to always play it on TV. And I think it was like one part where, like, one of the vampires like pops out of like the coffin, uh-huh. and it like stuck with me. Oh, I got yeah. I got one right there for my first one. What right? are you gonna do? Well, then <laughs> not with your first one. No, this is just gonna be like when, when you, you buzz in. I gotta say a word. In. Yeah, you don't have to keep it a secret. Oh, secret window. Secret window. Oh, is that- oh I like secret window. <laughs> the one with Johnny Depp. Yes, the one with Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> the writer isn't he like about a writer who's going insane or something? Yeah, it's, pretty much. Spoiler well, alert. Yeah, Nazi, you're biased because it's probably Depp. So, well, here's the thing. Again, how we discussed earlier off off the air, it <laughs> it's the two thirds of it. You're like, okay, this movie's interesting, and then the last third of it, you're like, this movie's fucking ridiculous. Right. But yes, I am biased because Johnny Depp was in it, and I, I think and that'll become Carol. very clear in the Maximum Overdrive review. As well as yeah, I think that's a that's a good rule of thumb for every Stephen King book that's been turned into a movie is that the premise is really interesting and gets you on board. He sets up a cool world, but he doesn't know how to finish a story. No. And so Secret Window, Maximum Overdrive, 
Um, uh, Dreamcatcher. No, 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 no. Dreamcatcher across the board was bad. No, I would argue, though, Dreamcatcher started off in, you know, like, oh, these guys thing. are all going to a oh, cabin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, it started, the first ten minutes of the movie were good. <laughs> like, and then the until someone craps an alien yeah, out of their butthole. The next 89 or five minutes there. was bad. Yeah, okay, fair, fair enough. All right. All right, who's ready? I'm, I'm, I'm ready. ready. Okay, so you, you get the concept, right? Sure. Everyone's on board? Yes. All right, so... Do we have to wait until? Sorry, no, <laughs> do no, we have to wait? I'm until... just gonna start naming. I'm gonna go oh, up okay. from most obscure to biggest name, and when you know it, okay. say, say your movie name. name and give me an answer. Okay. All right. Um. All right. Movie number one. Dun, 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 dun. Oh man, there's a lot of fucking. People. I'm not gonna start with it. There's too many people in this. Um. So I'll sorry. Start, wait a second. I'll start further up. This is uh, the. There's no particular genre of films you're pulling from or anything, or no, no, all Stephen King's. Kind all of. Stephen King's. Okay. So horror is more, you know, novella dramas. Um, okay. So uh, first one: Patricia Clarkson, Jeffrey Demun, Barry Pepper, Barry Pepper, Sam Rockwell, oh. Don uh, Doug Hutchison, Graham Greene, <coughs> Michael Jeter, James Cromwell, Bonnie Hunt. What? Michael Clark Duncan, David Morse. Oh, oh uh, um, uh, Drew Catcher. Uh, Green Mile. That is correct, Nosley. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, uh, Drew Catcher. <laughs> the, the actors' names were suspect as far as less to more. I was like, Bonnie Hunt. I don't think so. Because right. I think... Are you doing it as they were build or just... As what? they're build, which is less... Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm doing it as build. So mm-hmm. then, then the other two after Michael Clark Duncan were going to be David Morse and Tom Hanks. So got it, got it, the, got it, got it. Who's David Morse? He's the guy who's in fucking everything. Here, I'll show you a picture. Nice. And you're like, oh, that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, See? that guy. <laughs> that guy. Yes, that He's guy. literally there. He the guy is from that guy. And, yeah, uh, he's in The Rock, Hurt Locker, uh, Contact. I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is tough. Right. Oh, okay. Contact. So, Ooh, was like, that movie. Yeah. No, no. We should do that movie one. No, I don't want it. Okay, you don't want to do that. I've seen that movie more times than I'd like to admit. All right. Space. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up. Kelly Preston. Hmm. Stuart Charno. You know, Stuart Charno. Yes. <laughs> uh, Stephen Tash. Malcolm Denare. Hmm. Sorry if I'm butchering his name. David Spielberg. I'm not sure if there's a relation. <laughs> Steven Spielberg's <laughs> lesser known cousin. Possibly. Okay. William Ostrander. Who? Roberts Blossom. This one's this one's that. Roberts Blossom? Roberts Blossom. Oh my god. Really? <laughs> Uh, Harry Dean Stanton. Okay. Uh-huh. Robert Prosky, or Prosky, Alexandra Paul, John Stockwell. I have no idea who And Keith are. Gordon. This what one's tough. Fuck can I get Keith Gordon is a Can we get one. a year? Uh, yes. And I'll give you a hint when, uh, you, you won't get it, because you probably won't get it. 1983. Harry Dean Stanton is the only name I recognize. Yeah, me too. 1983. Uh, I think we need a clue. Okay. Uh, yeah. The main star of the movie is not a human being. Secret window. Um, no, Pet cemetery. Incorrect. 1983, not a human being. It is super confusing that the yeah. positive is a movie title. I was about to be like, no, Jeffrey, Secret Window is not correct. <laughs> I know, that came out way But that's when it's going to be Secret Window, Secret Window, and then Fuck, I just... Fuck, um... No, Tommy me not. Uh, Dreamcatcher doesn't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the correct answer is Christine. Ah! Uh, What's the... Keith Dream Gordon Cat- is the kid? Oh. Is that... Yeah. Dang it! The kid with the black hair. Barney Cunningham. That was a tough one. I, that's, a, I, yeah. that's a that's a, but that movie's good, and he knows how to end that. That's a good ending. It's a good flick. Sure, sure. Um, all right. I'll, yeah, sure, sure. I'm gonna do, I'm, this this one will be a little easier. Okay. All right. So have your have your fingers on your uh, mouth buzzers. <laughs> all right. Um, oh, it probably will start out a little obscure though. Okay. Uh, Larry Brandenburg. Oh. Jeffrey DeMunn, James Whitmore, 
Mark Rolston. Isn't James Whitmore the owner of the island on Lost? <laughs> Charles Whitmore. Charles Whitmore. <laughs> anyway, go um, on. Gil Bellows, Clancy Brown. Oh, oh, Dreamcatcher. Yes. Uh, uh, Shawshank Redemption. Correct. He's going to kill me. Wow, that was good. There Gil was Bellows. No... That got yeah, me that's, and that's not even like, I mean, do you know what Gil Bellows is? I wouldn't know off the top of my head what Gil Bellows looks like. He was, but in, yeah. he was in Alley with Beale. Yeah. And he's he's another one of those guys. Which like, oh, yeah, that guy from Shawshank. He's the dude who gets um, Tommy, the young guy uh-huh. who comes at, comes in later and like... The young kid. The young kid who Wants gets shot by the by man. Huh? Spoiler alert! <laughs> but if you haven't seen Shawshank Redemption, yeah. go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's, that that's not our fault. It is one of the, that one is probably his best. best. But that's the thing. I, I, I will because say the exception like, of the rule is are his novellas. For I would say reason. his short stories usually. Green Mile, uh, Shawshank, Stand by Me. Yeah, all all really solid stories. Um, okay. So, Nosley is up two to nothing. Woo! This might be a trend. This is my Wesley Snipes fucking yeah. redemption. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> All right. Um, here we go. Tony Burton. Ann Jackson. Joe Turkle. Philip Stone. Barry Nelson. Scatman Crothers. Oh, my God. Awesome. <laughs> oh, oh, Dreamcatcher. Yes. Uh, the Shining. That is correct. The Shining. <laughs> you got me a Scatman Bellows. So Scatman Crothers. You just merged Gil Bellows and Scatman Crothers together. What a combo. <laughs> uh, Scatman Crothers. All right, Jeff, you have... This uh, is hard for me. You have, there's, there's still seven more, so you have a chance oh to get back in this. <laughs> I don't know. I, want to, I just want to get one. That's all I need. Um, okay. Next up. Uh, Priscilla Pointer. <clears throat> PJ Souls. Betty Buckley. Nancy Allen. John Travolta. What? William Cat. Uh, secret Window. Carrie. Nicely done. Yeah. Who, was it John Travolta? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was in Carrie. Ah, nicely done, Jeff. Thank, all right. Three you. to one. Nazi is leading. All right. Um, hey, don't kill me. Let's just dance. Let's just dance. What are we going to dance? Let's dance. Why are you going to kill people? Let's just dance. All right. Bruce Kirby, Francis Lee McCain, Marshall Bell, John or Jason Oliver, not John Oliver, the host of the show, <laughs> show uh, Bradley Gregg, Gary Riley, Casey Ciamasco, Kiefer Sutherland, Jerry O'Connell, Corey Feldman. Oh, a secret window. <laughs> Stand by me. Damn it. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, come on, well, guys. Casey it, it, it threw me when, yeah, when you said Casey, because I think is I think he might be in another one, too, I think. Oh. I, I think. Don't know. Yeah, very he, possibly. Oh, he, for was he in Stephen King's it? it? Was he in the, the TV movie? No. No. No, right. no Casey Tumasco is in uh, Young Guns and Three O'Clock High. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. It's, it's getting close Three, two, now. Oh, right. boy. Hey, all right. Turn okay. it around. All right. Next up. I'll give you the, I'll give you the year on these next ones. 85. Okay. Yeah. Uh... Heather Simmons, Kent Broadhurst, Joe Wright, Bill Smitrovich, oh, yes. Terry O'Quinn, Leon Russom, Robin Groves, Megan Follows, Corey Haim, Everett McGill. What year is it? Again? What year is it? 85. Okay. And the last one, Gary Busey. Fuck. This one's a little obscure. Uh, Corey Haim. Oh, 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 um, Dreamcatcher. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what my buzzer was. <laughs> Silver Bullet. Correct. I oh, right. That's right. Very easy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about that. That's like. Um, all right. Next up. All right, 4 2. Nazi leads. Gary There's still four left. That's actually one of You're Gary Busey's best performances, yeah, by the way, guys. His, one of his least crazy performances. All right. <laughs> Uh, Joel Palmer, Giacomo Beasato, hmm. you know, that guy, <laughs> Reese Thompson, Mikey Holcamp. What year is this again? Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. God damn it. No, I blew it. 2003. Cow. Uh, Mikey Holcamp, Donnie Wahlberg, oh my God. 
Tom Sizemore. Dream, uh, Dreamcatcher. Dreamcatcher. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Fuck that fucking movie. <laughs> All right. Oops. I will, I'll just. I don't even want that point. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, oh, that might have been it. That might have been the deciding one. But let's oh, do the shit. last two okay. just for fun. Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Thomas Brunel, Jerry Potter, Graham Jarvis, Lauren Bacall, the late grade Lauren Bacall, Francis Sternhagen, Richard Richard Farnsworth, mm-hmm. Kathy Bates, mm. and James Caan. Secret Window Misery. Yes, that's a great movie. That is a that is a fantastic movie. Yeah. Also a short story, or no? That's a full oh, book. I don't know. So I think there I are some exceptions. Like everything, there are some exceptions to the rule. Oh. Um. Yeah, I think that is a full novel. <clears throat> and then the last one, this one's hard. If you guys get this one, I will be fucking impressed. Uh, Sandy Ward, Mills Watson, Billy Jane, Kailani Lee, Ed Lauder, Christopher Stone, Daniel Hugh Kelly, Danny Pintaro, and D. Wallace. What year is this? D. Wallace. This is 1983. I have no idea who any of those people are. Also, the... Is D. Wallace the top billed person? Yes. Oh, okay. But the title character is not a human being. Oh, again? Pets. No, title character. Title character. What do you mean the title character? The main like character. The title of the movie. Oh, yeah. title of the character is... You know they say that with albums? Uh, D. Wallace. I'm trying to think who that is. Blonde, yeah, she's uh, this one. Oh, it's a girl. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, a girl's yeah. Girl. not like D. Snyder. Oh, <laughs> yes, that's my that's my go-to. That's your go-to D. I got no idea. I have no idea. Either. It is Cujo. Oh, fucking oh. Cujo. But uh, Nazi, congratulations! Yay! It is a spirited game of King of Kings movies. And uh, with that, let's move on and talk uh, talk a little bit about next time. Can we talk about oh, next uh, All right, so. Let's uh, let's tell people what makes them over Shit about. gears. Ooh. <laughs> good there. Everyone likes a good uh, pun. Pun? Yeah, that's a pun. Right? I think. Uh, Actually, I don't know if that is a pun. The fact that the girl quoted the movie blew me away. I've never. Wait. Did oh, she, she said she said maximum. She straight does. She's like, man, before like I didn't know things were gonna be like this when all these trucks just went like maximum over. It felt oh so. God, I was like, 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 but what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like. It like it's just, you just said nothing. Yeah. You, just, you said a phrase that has never been uttered by anyone else on the face of the earth, especially when it has to do with like uh, EP. What is it like? Electromagnetic. Yeah. EMG or whatever it's called. I don't know. That's All right. So the premise of this movie is that uh, machines come alive and start acting or start killing people because of some comet that's passing over the Earth. Yeah, it does and something. Some We're in the, the Earth is in the tail of was, like some yeah. long comet. Like some eight day long. Nine days. No, Let's get sorry. it right, you guys. I thought it's eight. eight. I'm gonna say eight. I think it is eight. Yeah. I thought it said Motherfucker. nine. Motherfucker. No, so, so the next nine days they will be in the. I don't know. Either way, really doesn't matter. That movie. The movie changes. It changes everything with the next <laughs> that, nine. That extra. Oh, yeah. this movie. Uh, and it, I love that this movie begins and ends with like the Chiron on the screen. Like, oh, okay. Like we're gonna tie. We're gonna first explain the entire premise of this movie in a like short paragraph so explanation, lazy. and then end this movie with a completely different storyline where like Russians. Not even. I don't that. even know. It was so. Bad. Stephen King. He's, he's he's obviously a smart man. At one point when he was writing this, he was like, man. People really would love to see a film about a bunch of people at a you know a gas stop like a, at a, like a, tremors at a, like a, but but not at all like tremors no. because in tremors they defeat the whatever it is here it's like this apparently no. they, they yeah. tell you this is happening all over the world and here we are just watching these schmucks 
just kind of just wait it out mostly, and then they, they kill a few of the trucks, and then... Oh, and then just the miraculously guy. there happens to be a fucking artillery of, like, machine yeah. guns and bazookas and... There was one thing after another that you were like, really? That, this is the most convenient, lazy writing that could have... Like, yeah. the kid who happened to have just gotten his merit badge in Morse code. Yep, and, of course. And can decipher the, the horn honking by but, okay. one of the possessed yeah. trucks. Hold on, I'm not getting it. Give me a pen and paper. I'm not reading... I'm not following. Uh, so yeah, so like they're all stuck in this this truck stop. But here's here's my question. I don't know if it's ever answered in the movie. Why don't the trucks run them over in the truck stop? Oh my god! Until the end. Only until the end. Yeah, because, when the tractor trailer because comes along. I guess maybe because they knew they were humans and they could pump the gas. But you could have just left one survivor to pump the gas. You know what I mean? Like that's a little strange. But then also. You find out that the the guy who owns the truck stop has an artillery. Commissioner in the Gordon from the nineteen nineties yeah. Batman, and he has a whole bunch of um, bazookas that have you know obviously he has a plethora of missiles. He's clearly but, like, but he, the arming question, up for the end of days. Yeah. So. so at the beginning he decides to shoot one or two, and they're like, eh, let's wait about forty five minutes to shoot another yeah, rocket. I would have just and blasted then, all of them right then. The my first question would have been after he shot the first rocket was. How many rockets do you have? Yeah. Can we kill all of these trucks? Yes. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out. Let's kill the trucks and get out of here. Yeah. Movie over. No. No, this nope. movie, there were so many times when this movie could have been over instantaneously. Oh, yeah. Also, it's like, if if the plan was that the trucks needed to, or the they needed to keep one of the humans alive to the gas, like, maybe you should have stopped driving in fucking circles yeah. for, <laughs> for seven hours around the fucking truck stop. Yeah. Then you wouldn't need to have refilled your just, gas. Yeah. Yeah. And then what is that mean? So they, they got full tanks. All oh, right. And they <laughs> never explain where they're driving to. That fucking asshole who just got married is like, well, I think that maybe they're going to Charlotte. Charlotte or Hainesborough. Yeah. It's like, just from how do you know that? <laughs> just because they happen to be driving in the highway. Like, this uh, highway only goes to Gainesville. That's yeah, like, but that's the thing. What was their, that's the thing. There's no reason. end game. Yeah, what was their end game? It's like, did they know that they were only alive for nine or eight days? And are they the aliens or like, is it just? Well, the, they tried explaining that for a minute, see, didn't they? Like, well, Emilio has that whole like speech about like if I were an alien, I came to this planet or something. The and, broom, like they were sweeping up. Oh yeah. What was that all? I about? was like, I don't know. I just started. I tuned out by that point. I was like, I'm bored. I'm gonna play bejeweled. <laughs> play bejeweled. <laughs> oh oh that man, that is sad. Yeah. You you you, you chose bejeweled yeah, over uh, yeah. over watching a movie. Yes. Um, I'm a simple person with simple needs. And you think, I mean, I've never read the, the short story. It's, it's originally a short story called Trucks that Stephen King wrote. Um, <laughs> which sounds which like, is what makes much more sense which, than Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> but it also sounds like a short story that a four-year-old would <laughs> Well, I mean, trucks. I but that's like essentially trucks. what the story is. Like, I want Tonka trucks to drive around everywhere. And, and, and a, a smashy, yeah. smashy. <laughs> well, I, I imagine that the story is more about just... It's probably more about humanity and... The dependence and on machinery. That's, that's part sure. of it. But it, and that doesn't translate. It doesn't translate because it's... It's. I bet. This, I guarantee the story is not. It, it, it doesn't have a tie up. Like, yeah. not even the movie has a tie up, but it it tries to go somewhere. It's like the the story probably doesn't even do that at all. Yeah. It's just, but it, it was also like selective machines that like like the ATM in the beginning that like started an calling, asshole. Which, calling Stephen which King was an asshole. Just a vehicle to get Stephen, Stephen King. King to have a cameo. In the movie. Right. Of course. Like, so basically, so do that in like a lot of his movies. Uh, is, he, is he like the Sha- Shyamalan of his era? Um, I don't know. He does pop up in a few. He's well. He's in the first Creep Show, but I don't. No, if that was one of his. I don't know if you guys realize this, but this film is a, actually um, came out a few years ago under a different title. It was hmm. called The Happening. Oh, oh right, and it's yeah. the same exact concept. No, but The Happening didn't is about a magical breeze or something that oh. that makes people just randomly drop dead, and it's kind of the same idea. It's a different vehicle. Well, yeah, it's, it's a different the vehicle where it's the truck. But that was making people like, kill themselves. Right, right. Whereas right. this is people, things are killing them, but yeah. still it's the same thing that things are being taken over, and right, right, ran, right. this random act is happening, we don't know why. To me, this movie felt like kind of like a cross between Christine and The Mist, two of Stephen King's other stories. Which... Is the Mist the one with uh, Thomas Jane? Yeah, where they're all hauled Great up film. in like the supermarket. Great film. All, yeah. I actually, yeah, I like. Do you know who directed it, that? It, it was. It's really, it's really well directed. I think I it's. It might have been Frank Darabont. Oh, I, I remember watching that. It, it's, it's really good cinematography. I, I and just, think it was. It's a quality flick. 
I was impressed with that. But yeah, you're right. You're exactly right. Dark fucking ending. Yeah, it's just. But like, I, I like. Yeah, it was Frank Darabont, and he wrote it too. He wrote the screenplay for it. And that's a, yeah, and that's the same exact concept, stuck in a same spot. And yeah. Hold up in a location. And like that, I like. I like that aspect. That actually built like this. It has a story, right? And this this has no development of any character. No. Like we okay like. Um, What's his face? Emilio Estevez is a is a parolee. Right. Has absolutely nothing to do with the movie. Right. Uh, He's immediately got like a girlfriend. Yeah. Just that whore. That fucking. Who's like you're cute. Yeah. Immediately calls him the hero at, with I no like that. fucking premise. That what's I want a girl to just meet me and be like hello hero. I'd be like, yeah. That's I'd like to, right. I'd like to think that I make love like a hero. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I she's just a slutty chick who immediately just makes her fucking attention known. Does Aaron make love like a hero? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it first here, America. <laughs> Emilio Estevez and I make love like heroes. Yay. I want to put on a t-shirt. <laughs> I make love like a hero. A picture but it's of Emilio like in the back. Yeah. Carl, like a hero. But that was that was the other thing. Like, doesn't doesn't she call him a hero before like anything, anything happens? happens? Anything. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, what? no concept whatsoever of why the trucks have everyone started going crazy. Yeah. Nothing's happened. Hey, hero. Um, the most interesting character in the movie, I thought, was actually the kid. The kid. Yeah. But then he, even his story, like, okay, he lost his dad. But his story, like, no stories pay off at no, all. No, none. And it's just like there's no development of the mythos of like what is what these trucks are after or what you know and, what and the 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 alien beings that are inhabiting. These are such. Easy fixes and, yeah. and things that just oh yeah like like the fact it Emilio waited forty five minutes to, before he put a grenade on that little fucking dinky jeep I know why didn't they just fucking blow that thing up immediately Well how did yeah. it not run out of bullets Enough they, they had the, there was they a had whole, like there a was a little bucket catching the shells I was like well, I was probably about like thirty or forty shells and that thing shot about sixty I was like. That's it. Yeah. No, no, no. There was more. But, I, okay. but I, I got the impression. I can only that suspend my disbelief for so long. My right? my, my favorite. Um, there's so many um, continuity flaws in this film. It's magical. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but my favorite one is when um, the big guy fires a missile and blows up the thing, and then that gun kills him. Uh-huh. And then the other, the woman, the um, flow, the waitress, waitress shit, goes crazy, <laughs> picks up that same bazooka, uh-huh. and goes outside and is like, ah, we made you! Yeah, we made Which you, and she gets shot. Which kind of flawed. I yeah. don't understand the we made you argument. Yeah, and so she gets shot, and she presses one, and it shoots again. I'm like, no, 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 that's not how bazookas work. You gotta reload every time, but yeah. whatever. Uh, whatever. Doesn't matter. No, it was it was yeah, it was one thing after another in this. Program. And she was more attractive than the main girl, so I was a little upset when she died. Mm. I thought they were both pretty cute. Mm. I thought they were all right. The the main girl had this. Her eyes were kind of far apart and a little. I don't know. I don't know. She had nice legs though. I didn't find either of them particularly attractive, but yeah, they were eighties attractive. I was so busy it's like paying attention to how terrible the movie attractive. was. Um, can we talk about how Gus Fring is in the beginning of the movie and gets electrocuted by the arcade game? That's, That's fucking Gus Fring. No, it's not. A hundred percent is Gus Fring. Did you look it up and like, I, confirm I it? I can almost guarantee you that that's oh Giancarlo Esposito. That's amazing. That that's yes. true. You are correct. Oh yeah. Wow. When he, he he has like one of the best lines in the movie too. Yo mama. Yo mama. <laughs> because just why not? Nowhere. You get angry. At I would have never. Yo mama. mama. I didn't even recognize that oh, at yeah. all. He I mean, he, obviously he's you know twenty to thirty years younger, but. John Carlo Esposito steals a shit ton of fucking cigarette I bet boxes. This, I bet that was his, this had to have been his first. It, ha- it had to be one of his first movies. Yeah. I, I, I did, as the movie was going on, I was like, oh, I know why Stephen King directed this movie. Because any other director would have been like, none of this shit makes any fucking sense. Right. There's all these logic holes. We have to fix this. But by directing it himself, he was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm I'll do, do, what I, I do what I want. Do what I want. And, um, like, we discussed off air. Yeah. Uh, this movie may have potentially been taken a little bit more seriously if well, ACDC didn't do the soundtrack. ACDC. It's like, like I already where, think um, they're like one of the most overrated bands of all time. Totally. But like the part where the kid left left his baseball game that yeah. was terrorized by the soda machine that shot out sodas <laughs> and killed their coach. That awesome. fucking was gnarly. That was, that awesome. was like one of the gnarliest Straight parts up, of the like, movie. Soda can to the dome. Yeah. And then the kid well, first the nuts. Oh the nuts, and which then was the funny. Dome, yeah. And then he got hit in the head and you're like, oh shit, that was actually serious. <laughs> yeah. Um but when he's 
bicycling through his neighborhood and he's seeing all these dead bodies yeah. and like all these people fucking from Which his neighborhood. Which should have been a chilling scene. Totally. I thought it was chilling, but yeah. then you've got like, bang your head. Some shitty ACDC fucking song. Just like not taking it seriously at all. the worst fucking choice. It's a different South Park like decided to like make this fucking like Scary oh, in a slew of terrible decisions that made in this worst. movie, that may have been the most egregious. You're like, yeah. come on, Because guy. there were so many scenes that could have used just like an ominous tone, not yeah. even a song, like just like an ominous, like, boom. Like orchestration and a, right. and, and like a, yeah. a score. Yeah. And nope, there was just no. fucking ACDC the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Like when that when that dude first shoots the gasoline in his head and it makes like this crazy like guitar riff, it's like, and you're like what? Yeah. First off, I would never oh that guy who is the guy who puts a diesel in his eyes. Oh, yeah, because he's staring straight down the that's barrel like, of a fucking Yeah, staring the barrel. That's one of those bad staring the barrel of a gun. Yeah, like, I, that, guy, that guy deserved to be right. I'd be like, this is I'd be like, I can't pump. Well, guess I'm going inside. That's yeah. as far as I go. And um can we all Agree that Yardley Smith, who is Lisa Simpson from The Simpsons, oh has the most annoying yes. person in That's the world, just say, and the, has the, the worst life. scream ever. Oh. Yet she's the one screaming throughout the entire. Movie. Well, they gotta have one. There's always one person but, uh, annoying and screaming who can in the group. Scream but like Jamie Lee Curtis can scream. But, like, this chick was like, Aah! it was like the most, it was Jim Carrey, dumb and dumber, most annoying sound in the world. Yeah. And, and her first scream is so, like, unwarranted. Right. All she sees is an arm. Right. Like, it could yeah. be a guy got knocked out. Right. But she, like, just assumes that the dude's been, and a dead credit, dead the guy is dead. Right. But it's like, and she just immediately, like, ah! Yeah, and her husband's like, ah, shut up. I know. That guy I actually liked, I gotta say. He came on screen, you're like, oh, this guy's gonna be a little bitch, and then he wasn't. He was very... Except he kind of had a weird obsession with, like, human excrement. Did anybody else notice that? Yeah. When the girl was like, oh, we, or he's like, oh, we gotta stop to get gas because they're driving because they just got married. These are two new Oh, he's like, oh, I wanna... Oh, okay. And she's like, oh, good, I gotta go use the ladies' room. And he's like, ooh, can I watch? Oh, and yeah. then when him and the rest of us were crawling through the shit tunnel yeah. to get to the oh, yeah. one other dude who was like dead or, or dying, the Bible salesman, the Bible yeah. salesman who was dying, he like was like like Amelia Estevez gets like shit in his mouth or something. He's like, oh, how's that taste? Like, blah, blah. I'm like, this guy is. They, that was the most. I guess the most developed he's got, character. He's got a yeah. <laughs> That actually, There's subtext to that character. It's funny. Actually, I think that's the best scene in the movie for some reason because it's like that's the only part they're of the film. They're taking action. Well, it's not that they're taking action, but it felt like the, they were generally like they were yeah they were doing something they and it felt like something. and they were playing off each other as actors like just you know it was like this it was actually felt like a film right there it was like they were movie right. happened. Although I have to say if if I had the choice between crawling through a truck stop sewer drain. Filled with trucker diarrhea with and, and truck. getting hit by a, a possessed truck. Yeah, I would choose getting hit with a the lab. Why? Yeah. Like, I don't know why they were so worried about like being so stealthy. Those trucks take about ten to like thirty seconds oh, to yeah. get up to full Everyone speed. Everyone who yeah. got hit by it, it was the fucking yeah, it was the Austin yeah. Powers. Like, yeah. No, like, yeah. no, they're like going in circles. I'm like. Okay, well, that and, part I got. They were up to people. Like, and how sneaky can a big rig really be? Like, at the very end, when they finally <laughs> escape, oh, there and the one dude steals the ring off of, like, a dead chick, and there's the giant neon green fucking big, big giant ring. face. Like, no! Not, not exactly the most subtle of tracks. Yeah, yeah. no. And once again, just blown up. Yeah, oh, completely anticlimactic ending. I was yeah. like, oh, shit, something's going to happen. They're not going to make it. When and then when, you first, the when they first shot it, you're like, oh, the eyes glow red. They're like, oh, they didn't kill, kill it. it. Yeah. This one is like the leader or something, and it's like, and I was like, oh, interesting. And I was like, oh, no. And then it just blows up immediately after. Yes. Yes. And they escape by boat. Why aren't any of those boats going fucking crazy? Because they're sailboats. Sailboats. They're All of them are sailboats? Well, no, I don't know. any mechanics to them? I, like, I, think, I think by that point, they were so like, So Walkman can kill somebody, but a fucking <laughs> boat can't? Like... I don't, I don't know. know. It drives me. This movie drove me crazy. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, is there? I mean, is there anything else left to say? I don't think there's a word. Um, unfortunately, 
or fortunately, depending on how you want to look at it, this movie is actually no longer streaming on Netflix instead. Yeah. Um, but it is, I did see, it is on YouTube. Oh. <laughs> so you can watch it in its entirety on YouTube. It's only an hour and 30-something minutes. Yeah, it, yeah, so it definitely it's not doesn't that like long. No. It's welcome, and it's almost worth watching just to see how, how poorly made how it is. is. Yeah. yeah. And, and to see why Stephen King never directed another movie after this. We, we, we've seen worse, it. though. We've, we've, we've reviewed worse. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, but, sure. but it, it is a little bit tacky. This one just get really doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. And I mean, it had it such had potential. potential. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I started this movie not knowing anything about it, gave it the benefit of the doubt, and then by like 35 minutes into it, I'm like, I'm over it. I know. Yeah, this but, is one of those movies, I, too. Growing up, and I always, I'd always see in the video store, yeah, I was like, right. I never rented it. And I was, you know, so I was actually really looking forward to finally seeing this movie. Yeah. And, yeah, they ultimately, very disappointed. So. There you have it. That is our review of Maximum Overdrive. Now let's uh, let's give the old, the old wheel spin. Let's do that let's right see now. See what we're uh, what we're gonna be subjected to for next time. Uh, yeah, I hope uh, it's another Emilio movie. Mm, I can do Emilio <laughs> all day. Oh, I bet you. I love Emilio Estevez. I met him. He's a charming man. <laughs> Emilio. And he's Billy the Kid. Oh, sure. Here. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's our sound for when the wheels stop. Oh, yeah. yeah, and Gordon Bombay. And, oh, Gordon right. Bombay. Yes. All right. It has landed on Pain and Gain, directed by the one, the only, Michael fucking Bay. Yeah, thank God the only. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Can you imagine if there were multiple Michael Bays oh, existing gosh. in the world? Oh, that would be terrible. I'm sure that's a movie, right? It's a Stephen like King him, movie. But they haven't really done as much, yes. yeah. thankfully. Um, all right. Well, with that being said, uh, we will be reviewing Pain and Gain next time. Thank you guys for listening. And until next time. Goody booty. Yeah. Later. <laughs> <laughs>